You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. to another great edition of Screaming for More, brought to you by Pop Culture Fanatics, the only podcast for the fanatic inside of you. It's your boy, Mr. Demonologist himself, Val Cisco, and today we're going to be talking about a little film that's part of a franchise in Indonesia called Sabrina, coming out in 2018. If you guys are new to the podcast, this segment, which we've created, is basically us reviewing movies that are on the big screen, small screen, or any streaming service. Of course, the theme of it is horror movies. Suspense, gore, thrillers, you name it, we're in it. And today, it's just gonna be me. Usually we have Jay Rance or Jacob on the podcast as well too, but today, I'm writing Dolo as we're talking about this doll possession movie. So, if you guys haven't heard of Sabrina, You've probably seen it in your Netflix uh, library. When you're scrolling through, trying to find a horror movie to watch, you look at this little preview and it's just this creepy, eerie doll with giant eyes. And it may look a little intimidating because, okay, this is like a, a, a different version of Annabelle, if you will. And of course, it's in a different language. So should I invest my time in it? Well, I gotta say, guys, I think you should. I think any horror fan should always try something at least once, right? Of course, this movie's running time is about 114 minutes. It came out on July 12, 2018, and it is part of a franchise, the doll franchise, the Indonesian franchise as well, too, about doll possession. So, definitely capitalizing on the um, James Wan universe with Annabelle and The Conjuring. And in some ways, this... um. This actually has all those cliches of those movies as well too, but the best parts. And then in some ways it it goes off the rails and does its own thing in a convoluted story toward the end, but nonetheless, it's fun. It's a fun movie. so let's get started over here so this movie kind of opens up in a creepy way involving a man running searching for his wife who eventually he finds outside suspended in midair wailing and screaming at the moon and i gotta say i love the makeup in this movie there's one thing that i gotta love about this movie is the old school practical effects yes they do mix a little bit of cgi here and there for certain moments but i gotta say these um, practical effects with um, prosthetics and makeup and things of that nature. I love it. It's cheesy, but it's fun, and that's why we fell in love with horror movies in the first place, right? 
So definitely that scene kind of captivates you. You're like, ooh, okay, it's not just about a doll. We have some demon stuff brewing in the mix. Sabrina picks off with Mayra, who previously was in the doll franchise before she has a little bit of a backstory as well too and i do suggest people if you do like this movie to go back and watch the original movies as well too and see how her story falls into this movie as well too uh again netflix won't give you this as well too because uh, this movie is almost like a standalone if you will but some backstory would help right i mean any kind of backstory could definitely help um, so we see Maida as well too. She is now married to uh, a businessman and a toy maker named Aiden, uh, who's launching a version of the Sabrina 2 doll. So of course they're also um, the caregivers in a way, or the parents of Aiden's niece Vanya, who I think is the star of this movie. Her expressions, the way she talks, the way she emotes. You can definitely feel the misery coming from her. You can also relate to her in certain ways as well, too. Uh, they're basically taking care of her after the death or the loss of her parents as well, too. In her grief, Vanya is convinced by a classmate to play this little game called Charlie Charlie. Now, I crack up because I was watching this with my daughter and I was like, huh, you know about this, right? She's like, yeah, kids play it at my school. It's hilarious and it's actually banned in my school now. So kind of creepy, but it's like a, I want to say a European version of the Ouija board in a way. <laughs> so very creepy. Uh, it's like a homemade Ouija board as well, too. And you're seeing this kid actually try to communicate with spirits as well too. Um, yes for this, no for that, and things of that nature. Kind of like a Ouija board. And of course, Vanya is enamored by it and she wants to take it home with her as well too and learn how to use it because at the end of the day, she's trying to reconnect or at least contact her dead mother. So right out the rip, you're already feeling this kid. You're like, oh my god, like, you know, this kid is, you know, does not want to be of her, her aunt and uncle. She wants to be of her parents. She's longing for that companionship. And she's getting it out of this Charlie Charlie game. In the midst of that as, as well, too, um, Aiden and Mayra also give her this Sabrina doll. Now, of course, this definitely takes from the beats of Annabelle. It also does give you weird child's play vibes as well too like this doll is menacing like i don't know who in their right mind would buy this doll you'll, you'll see from the graphic art as well too this doll is horrified but you know vanya is is head over heels over this doll she loves it it's almost like a my size barbie in the way if y'all remember that and um yeah like super creepy but she connects with it now, of course, the Charlie Charlie game has its own set of rules. You're supposed to pray before and after, um, so that way you're you're contacting the right spirit and you're also releasing the spirit as well too. Once the game is over, of course, Vanya, while doing this and conducting the experiment, she doesn't do all the rules, and of course, she invites an entity who I believe. Um, and this is where the movie kind of gets a little convoluted, but the, it's, it's said to believe, it's shown to believe that the entity um, goes into the doll. But there's many aspects of the movie where the doll is not needed. Hell, the doll is even second nature. Sabrina's kind of second nature to what's really happening in this movie. This movie is a cross between Child's Play, Annabelle, and The Conjuring. 
And when I say that, it's because it goes from a movie that has to deal with exorcisms and uh, demonology to the doll itself being possessed to the doll acting on its own as well, too. So there's many different themes in this movie that you can grasp to. All feel familiar, all feel cliche as well, too. This movie also has a, in my opinion, uh, Child's Play or The Conjury meets Crazy Rich Asians. Of course, um, when I say that, this is a totally different setting. These, these, these characters are wealthy, you know, they have, you know, maids, you know, this house is huge. It's definitely not your typical haunted house story. Like when you see The Conjury, where you see these exorcism type movies. They're usually in dim lit areas, dusty attics, basements, and things of that nature. Uh, in this movie, you're seeing these characters in, in their prominence, in their best lives, you know what I mean? You're like, this guy is a successful toy maker who's about to launch this doll internationally. And this guy has a huge house with maids taking care of it all the time. Uh, it plays with a different idea of, of the haunted house, you know? where you're used to having the stairs being like creaking or or dusty basements you know trying to have hollows in it and whatnot or whales in it um this movie has long hallways and giant rooms for you to play with and it definitely plays with the jump scare aspect as well too so i do like that you're getting a lot of jump scares but you're also getting some practical scares as well too very old school so i do love that as well too um there's another thing that I found kind of funny as well, too. As much as this movie is a throwback to those movies, it also has some fun things. Um, the last movie that uh, that I saw in theaters that's a, that was like a, I guess a horror movie in 2020 of last year was Let's Play. I believe that's a movie called Let's Play or Play. It could be one of those. Where it had to do with an application, and the application would open a different dimension for the entity to come out. Well, in this movie, it doesn't really do that, but, you know, Vanya has an iPad where she um, downloaded an app to actually look at spirits or find spirits. It's like a spirit detector. So, gone are the days of having, you know, um, these paranormal experts to come in and check on the, the demons or the entities inside the house. This little kid could just press the button, there goes the app, and now you're searching for ghosts. Um, of course, you have the night vision cliche as well, too, but I like it because while you're exploring this house with giant rooms and giant hallways, you're going to get that that suspense as aspect, that thriller aspect of, of what's that? What's that over there? And sometimes you'll get a jump scare that's played for comedy, and other times you're going to get that real scare that's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, oh, shit, I shouldn't be watching. So right there, that's very unique, very fun as well, too. So, again, I, I don't want to go beat by beat for the movie, but because uh, I want you guys to go see it as I do on these reviews. All I gotta say is that the first half of the movie definitely has to revolve around Sabrina doing creepy things like moving her eyes, switching her eyes left and right while no one's watching, of course. Uh, maybe moving from seat to seat behind someone's back um, as Maida's walking around trying to clean the house looking for Vanya. Um, you know, she's being plagued by these little tricks that Sabrina is doing or the entity is doing around the house. Once again, it feels more like a haunted house movie than a doll possession movie at that point. It's not until we get to the two brother and sister who have weird sexual chemistry throughout this fucking movie. They do.
yeah, our director Rocky Soraya gives us these two demonologists, Laras and Bagas. Now, these two brother-sister demonologists, like I said, they have this weird sexual chemistry where they're just looking at each other, gazing each other's eyes. You know they're going to get at it sometime, some way, but they're not because they're siblings. Um, that's happening. They, I believe, have been in the doll franchise as well, too. So when you see this, um, their presence, you're you're led to believe that they're like um, these exorcist specialists in a way. They're brought in to do a small ritual inside the house to kind of cast out any demons or anything that might be lurking inside the house. At this point, uh, Vanya gets taken over by the entity and goes on a stabbing rampage, which I found hilarious. You know, she actually takes a scissors straight through a uh, maid's mouth. She goes and attacks Loras as well, too. They perform a sub-exorcism, but the entity does come out of the child and it just makes its way throughout the house little by little entering the fray every once in a while um it's very interesting because um loras is i guess impacted by this demon in a certain way you find out that she's fought this demon before and that the entity wants revenge just to simply kill her so you have some doubt with her her story as well too if she's good enough to actually kill this villain and what it takes to actually be a demonologist so it plays with those themes as well too um from here the story gets a little convoluted in my opinion like i said we're we're, we're not really focusing on on vanya afterwards she's kind of taken out of the movie after her possession and we're getting different scenes of you know the family being terrorized by this entity which you know is in full like flesh demon uh demon art demon costumes right there you have like the big nose the the, the blood splattered everywhere the muck in the mouth and stuff like that snarling red eyes and whatnot every chance it looks very intimidating as well too and different ways it's possessing different people in the movie as well which is like well why do we need a doll at this point right um it kind of goes in different variables you see one part where the house is getting cleansed they can't cleanse the house properly so they need to leave the house they leave the house and of course the entity follows them a la paranormal activity in a way as well too um you get this weird child's play 2 scene where they actually go to um aiden's workshop and you see all the different versions of sabrina and in my head can i'm like oh we're gonna have real fun now we're gonna see this demon like hop into different dolls like chucky in a way and start attacking his family that doesn't happen whatsoever um it goes all over the place you're you're also seeing like some more mythology between the brother and sister where they have secret weapons to take out demons because they the previous ways are not working so um you know the brother who's heavily into religion prayed and meditated one day and he found this mystical knife in this cave and this mystical knife can can ward off any kind of demon i guess right uh it's only mentioned once and brought out maybe in the last five minutes of the movie but i guess that gives loras the confidence to be a badass and fuck this demon up so as all this is happening um from the toy shop going back home we lose Vanya. <laughs> like, Vanya's gone for a good 20 minutes of this movie. And all we're getting is, is uh, Mayra and Aiden getting attacked by 
the demon itself. Uh, at one point, Maida gets fully possessed by the demon, and she goes on a stabbing rampage to Roras. Loras gets stabbed at least 20 times in this movie. First time in the stomach, and that should have put her out, but it didn't. Um, she gets sliced on the face, on the shoulder, on the back, on the arm. Literal stabs, too. Like, these are... These are... Um... These are death wounds in a way, right? But that's happening all over the place. Uh, the brother and sister come back again. Uh, well, the brother at least comes back. They try to perform the exorcist on uh, Mayras to get the entity out of her. Um, this is where you get another convoluted story. Like I said, everything kind of gets a little crazy toward the end. Where the entity itself, while possessed by Mayra, says that I was invited here. I'm just trying to claim my prize. And I'm like, huh, well, this has something to do with Vanya, right? No. The movie takes a fucking hard left turn, and we get Aiden's backstory, who, before this, before being married, he was the unsuccessful toy maker. I'm like, is this is where we're going? And it's, it's a budding rivalry between him and his brother. His brother is the best person to come up with ideas in his father's eyes. And of course, um, Aiden is the worst person. He can't even pull an idea out of his ass for nothing. And when he does, it's not really, uh, it's not really reciprocated by his father whatsoever. So the father dies, and of course, he leaves the brother 60% of the company, and, and he gives Aiden 40%. Not that bad in my opinion like yeah of course everyone wants the, the bigger cut but dude come on now so out of nowhere my man goes to a gypsy i'm like what are we doing here still i'm over here like what are we doing here right because <laughs> we're getting this gypsy now saying that okay what are you here to kill someone are you here to poison someone and the brothers reluctantly telling him, you know, Aiden's telling him, you know, my brother has this, my brother has that, and I want it. And he's like, all right, we're going to kill him. And Aiden's like, I guess. <laughs> so the... <laughs> so you find out that Aiden's brother is a person you see at the beginning of the movie, and his wife is the one that's possessed. Why is she possessed, would you ask? Well, it's because when the gypsy tries to do... Um, I guess the seance to bring this entity out um, it has to be a life for a life in a way so of course the demon needs to possess someone for that life for some reason the brother's convictions are so strong that they can't be entered he can't be entered whatsoever but the wife's can so instead of the brother the demon takes hold of um, um, Vanya's mother and this is what happens right here. Um, the exorcism definitely goes wrong. We're not too sure what actually happens, but uh, Loras winds up basically killing um, Vanya's mother while performing the exorcism, like I said, very convoluted. And this is why you have that backstory and hate, I guess, right? I guess, right? Anyways... <laughs> Um, they somehow, some way, find a way to take the entity out of Mayra. Now the entity is just out there, fucking people up, doing martial arts, kicks, blows, knife attacks, all this Krav Maga nonsense. Uh, we get this one little standoff with Loras, 
and that magical knife to kind of cast away this demon and behead the demon. The demon's gone. End of that sequence, right? So, um, that happens. Um, for some reason, the cops get involved and they arrest Aiden. On what grounds? I don't know. Suspicion? of murdering his brother but he didn't do anything he just went to the gypsy like how do you prove that in a court of law in any country anyway aiden gets arrested and um vanya is actually visited by her mother a la casper in a way and basically christens um maida her actual mother now vanya's mother saying that i want you to be her mother and you get this happy story of like of mother and daughter now reconciling and being together Aiden's in jail for I don't know what and um, it ends off with with the brother and sister talking about the case looking into each other's eyes and I'm like what the hell is happening here and um, they get a call saying that um, there's another case and it has to do with dolls and they're worse than Sabrina I'm like alright and that's that that was the movie, guys. Very freaking convoluted. Uh, I think it had promise in the first half an hour to an hour of the movie. Although you're not really getting that much from the doll, you're getting a good possession movie and great makeup and great acting by by some of the characters as well too. Like I think you know Vanya's is great and Loras is pretty good as well too. Um, but other than that, like, that last half has so many problems. It's like, you know what, we don't want to give you the cliche endings. We're going to give you five different endings, a la, like, um, Return of the King in a way. And see what sticks. And I gotta say, um, it hurt the movie a tad bit. But I won't let it affect my whole, whole viewing experience. Because at the end of the day, the makeup, the music, the different scenarios for haunted houses, that was pretty damn cool. So if I were to say, if you're a horror fan, should you watch this? Hell yeah, have a good time and experience the whole doll franchise as well too. If we could sit down and be happy with movies like Puppet Master, you guys can enjoy the hell out of this movie as well too. My rating, uh, out of three, I'm going to give it a two to you know it, it's fun it gives you a headache at the end but it's fun the brother sister dynamic i think they're brother and sister and please correct me if i'm wrong because they have way too much sexual chemistry in this movie that's like they want to pounce on each other at every moment um but i believe they are brother and sister as well too it's just super freaking weird um um they're they're okay as well too i, I like I like their style of talking about faith, talking about God, talking about a higher power, because they make it sound different than the whole Christianity aspect. They actually give it a different twist, a different spin on things, so I appreciate that. And hell, you got gypsies involved as well too, so that's a different plus right there. Um, guys, go out there, go find Sabrina, it's a fun movie, you guys enjoy it, I think. Um, it's on Netflix streaming right now, as well as all the other doll movies, so if you're looking for a scary movie night. There you go. Go for it. I don't think the subtitles are that bad. I think it's really easy to follow along. And if you can speak the native tongue, rock and roll. Um, but if you can't, I think it's a really good sub movie. Um, Action-packed. It never really dies until maybe like the last 20 minutes. But other than that, you should enjoy it. It's me, Lucha Val Cisco on Instagram. Lucha Val Cisco on Twitter. And of course, 
pop culture fanatics you can find out every podcast platform out there today um including anchor spotify pandora apple Podcasts, and more um and that's really about it guys hopefully you guys enjoyed this um that's that's sabrina (laughs) sabrina the big-eyed ass doll right there enjoy it it's a fun different kind of film i love foreign horror films so rock and roll guys i am out of here thank you very much and this concludes our episode of screaming for more ciao